What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. She's a fashion blogger, model, and entrepreneur. She's amazing. The latest tips on fashion, beauty, wellness, travel, and her lifestyle. And now, here's the founder and creator of Not Basic Blonde, Olasha. Hello, loves. Welcome back to another episode of Not Basic Blonde podcast. I have an amazing guest today. Her name is Abby Gibb, and she's Emmy-winning media expert, three times TEDx speaker, Lyme disease warrior, and inspiring entrepreneur. In this episode, Abby will be sharing so many interesting points. We'll be talking about how to break up with yourself and fulfill your dreams. Your body will never lie to you. Also, how to get your story out in book, press, or media, how to live up to your huge potential, the best strategy to increase your income, how to build a million-dollar brand around your story, top three visibility strategies in 2021, and so much more. But before we dive in, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review Not Basic Blonde Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Hi, Abby. How are you? Welcome back to Not Basic Blonde Podcast. Hi, Olya. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. We would love to know more about you. So would you please tell our listeners about yourself, your career? Yeah, of course. Um, So I started out uh, as a TV journalist and I traveled all over the country. My work has been featured in places like CNN and Fox News, NBC. I won an Emmy for my investigation into child sex trafficking And that's all like the fancy resume stuff, right? But what I think is really important is I started to realize the importance of not only sharing stories of others, but also my personal story and journey. And it was in a moment just a few years ago during the 2016 presidential election that I found myself saying, me too. And I decided to leave TV news and start my own company helping other women to learn how to share their stories um, around the world and so that we together can make a positive difference. That's amazing. And how do you break up with yourself and to fulfill your dreams? Well, it was a process that I shared in my first TED Talk, um, which was 
all about how to break up with yourself, right? And there are these different kinds of breakups that we hear about. And I think we we tend to think of breakups as, uh, you know, romantic breakups, but it's really looking at these different places of ourselves that we're evolving past and being okay with saying, I need to let this go. So I broke up with a personal relationship. Um, I was engaged at 24 um, and I broke up with that uh, relationship with him. And really with myself, I realized that you can't win battles with people who are at war with themselves. So it was time to let that one go. And then I broke up with my body when I realized that I was white knuckling my way to success. And I had an undiagnosed disease for five years that was making me so sick. And so I learned in that process that you can lie to yourself, but your body can never lie to you. And then in the last breakup, I broke up with an industry. And I know so many of us, Olya, have an idea of what our success looks like or what a business should be or what our career looks like. And even though we might be miserable and we know it's time to move past it, we still stay, right? And so it's the importance of facing that it's not a full body hell yes anymore. It's time to break up and move on so we can break through to the next version of ourselves. I absolutely agree with you. And as far as like, I know I had so many stories that when I was kind of universe was pushing me to, to change, but I was not doing it. My body was giving me reactions as far as like getting anxiety, getting mm-hmm. like, you know, rashes or getting just different symptoms that you cannot even yes. explain because otherwise you're absolutely healthy and your like vitals, blood tests are coming like perfectly fine, but then your body's like this and you can't just even explain what's going on. Exactly. I actually, I I had a job once at a marketing firm. I I worked at a marketing firm in between leaving TV and starting my own business. And at that firm, there was nothing wrong. I just knew that it was time for me to move on and start my own thing. And as I was starting to go right at the computer, uh, my hands would get covered in eczema. And two days after I quit that job, the eczema went away. So I think there's just so many opportunities if we're willing to listen to it, that our body is guiding us into what is the right next step if we're willing to listen. But how do you actually fight through and take courage to take that next step? Because, you know, fear gets in the way and it's so hard to break through. But how do you actually do it? It's an alliance with yourself. I mean, most importantly, your heart has to come first. And I learned that very early on um, at 24 when I called off this wedding. I think there's a lot of us that, you know, well, the wedding's already going to happen. People have bought their tickets. The wedding invitations are going out. I bought the dress. And yet you just know deep down inside that it's not the right step for you. And I think that can be in so many different avenues of our life. And our body is telling us, our heart is telling us, our soul is telling us. And so it's really, are you going to choose everyone else or are you going to choose your life? And the more times we take very small action steps, doesn't have to be that dramatic, but every time we take a small action step towards that truth in our life, um, I think that we, we gain confidence in our own voice. We gain confidence in believing that our life has to come first. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. And what do you think about share your shit, the connection starts society? Would you please tell us more? (laughs) Sure. So (laughs) I just think I laugh because it's really funny when people say, say that title, right? It's like, 
because I imagine when I was applying for my second TED Talk, I had to argue why it was okay for me to say the word shit. Uh, <laughs> I think it came <laughs> out funny. to, yeah, like 13 times I say shit in the TED Talk. And so I had to like explain to them why I felt it was important to swear that much. Um, so shit stands for uh, your story, humility, intuition, and truth. And I think especially in 2021, after so much turmoil, we're seeing, especially here in America, uh, political turmoil, discussions over vaccines, discussions over what we should do um, in racial inequality. There's so many different places um, where we're feeling really jaded, tuned out, burnt out, unheard, unvalidated. And so my answer to that is that we need to start to share our shit more consistently. What I've seen is as a as a journalist and interviewing thousands and thousands of people, what I've seen is the same thing, that when we consistently start to share our truths, when we live into our intuition, when we find the humility to say, I don't actually know all these answers, or it's okay that I'm not okay, that I'm facing this mental health issue, that I'm depressed, that I'm anxious, and just being honest about it and starting to share our stories, that's where systemic changes occur from. That's where we're able to have the Me Too movement and the Black Lives Matter movement. That's where we're starting to see the changes that we need. And so it's an encouraging story about how we can start to do that in our own lives. And it starts with just understanding our stories and being vulnerably honest and sharing them with each other. Yeah, I agree. We should share our stories more. And But sometimes, you know, people are afraid to share a story because their stories are being used against them sometimes when you're being too vulnerable with people. But, you know, I still think we should share it anyway. We, we have to. I, I think at this point in our culture, we don't have a choice. If we want to sit on the sidelines and let life happen to us and complain about why we're so unsatisfied or disconnected to the world, that's one thing. But if you're wanting to create that connection, if you're wanting to see systemic changes, it starts with each of us sharing. Now, I'm not saying that all of our stories have to be shared. That's why boundaries are sacred. So I don't think that every story deserves to be shared to the general public. But I do think that beginning to share why we're doing what we do in this world, why we're building the businesses or writing the books or creating these podcasts or why we are there at all is an important, valuable piece to be heard and creates this connection that we're all so starved for. Yeah, so true. How do you get your story out? Like from your experience, how do you book press? How do you get like your story on TV or just anywhere in yeah. the media? Really good question. Really good question. So I think after being pitched on average about 25 times a day for a decade on TV, I've seen a lot of pitches. That means I've seen probably about 100,000 pitches in my life. I can tell you two things for sure. Everyone has a story and almost no one knows how to sell it. And if you want people to buy into your story, you first have to know how to sell it. And that comes back to asking two important questions. Who am I speaking to? And why should they care? So even before this podcast, Oya, I asked you, like, tell me a little bit more about your audience, just so I know what stories I should be sharing and what angle to take it in, because it really isn't about me. It's about being able to understand who I'm speaking to. So that's the very first piece. So what you're going to, the stories that you'd share on a certain podcast may not be the same as you share on TV. So that's the number one most important piece. The second is to look at 
what is a bigger conversation that's already happening? So for instance, if it's the women's empowerment movement, Me Too, Black Lives Matter, um, corporate America after the pandemic, um, there's so many mompreneurs, like there's so many conversations happening right now that it's, it's not really that hard to be able to attach your story to a larger conversation. And that's a really important piece of how you can start to stand out. I also, um, I have inside a link inside my Instagram on my free bio is a, a pitch that helps you to create your pitch template so that you know what to even start to say and what it should look like. I also have uh, an entire training course on under unlocking your signature story and how to start sharing it across every single platform. Oh, that's very interesting. And do you think it's possible to actually get on TV or media with your story? I mean, I know it's possible, but like, what do you have to put in the subject line or how do you get attention? Because the media companies get so many emails, they get thousands of emails and you have to grab their attention just by like subject line or something has to be there. Super fast, right? Yeah. And I have a 100% success rate. So every student of mine that's gone through my media visibility accelerator program, every single one of them has booked a TV appearance within a week of applying um, because I know exactly how to start helping. So the number one piece I would say is unlocking your signature story, knowing why you're special and different and attaching it to a today angle. So asking yourself, is this timely? Is there something that I can add value to their specific audience? So if it's a morning show, these people are moving fast. They've got little kids. They're off to work. They're in a commute. So you've got to really think about what type of audience you're speaking to. Second, these people that are accepting the pitches, they're real people. This is not like some big conglomerate. Okay, I was a real person accepting these these different pitches every single day. So starting to follow those people on social media, Twitter and Instagram, these are real humans. And that also means that your Instagram needs to start to look like the message that you're wanting to share. If you've got a hundred followers and half of your pictures are about your cat, it's probably not going to work, right? So you want to be able to have your Instagram be the front page of your website these days. It shows who you are. And then also... Yeah, I would say the last piece is making sure that you're interacting with that um, with that journalist ahead of time. What I mean by that is, are you even following them? Have you seen some of their recent stories? Are you commenting on their posts? Because they do actually really look at that stuff. And so when you just come out of the blue with a cold pitch in an email, there is a 98% chance you are never even going to be read. But if you're starting to interact with them on social media, you're a real person to them, you're commenting on some of their posts. And then you come in um, with a really strong, cohesive pitch that has something to do with a very, very timely angle. You're gonna get, you're gonna land it. And I talk more about that inside my course too. Oh, that's amazing. And being on TV, what have you learned from that? Like, what challenges have you gone through? I mean, it's been massive, right? So I left TV because of the Me Too movement. So. I I certainly was in an industry that normalized trauma for a really long time. It was very painful. um, And I'm really grateful to see so many people's voices now being used to change that entire industry. I think the most important positive piece I learned from the TV industry, though, was that your voice matters, right? So it was through the process of sharing stories about young girls being trafficked that we were able to change state laws around sex trafficking. Um, that's in my own personal experience, but then you can also see stories like 
Tarana Burke. Tarana Burke started to share her story of the Me Too movement on MySpace. And it was through that we were able to systemically change the way the TV industry and frankly, most of the entertainment industry worked. And we rooted out predators of historic proportions. So I think the most important piece I've learned from the TV industry was that our stories matter, every one of us, and that it's so important to share them. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. How do you live up to your potential? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, because I think that's a misnomer. I say that in, it sounds like our potential is somehow outside of us, that it's a, something we have to go grasp. It's extrinsic. Um, I talk a lot about divine feminine leadership. And what that looks like to me is that your potential is something inside of you that you're getting to know on a deeper and more intimate level every day. You can't not live up to it. <laughs> it's you. You're just meeting it um, in a new way every single day. You can't fuck up your destiny. You can't miss out on your potential. You can't. It's you. Uh, just the more honest you are with your own development, the deeper you will get to know the potential you have inside of yourself. But it's not outside of us. Yeah, that's a great answer. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. What is the best strategy to increase your income? I talk about being an epiphany bridge. So it's really, again, a, always about service. It's always about knowing this person, which a lot of times is the person you used to be and understanding where they are right now and where they want to go and how you are the unique solution to getting them there. So if you are a health coach, you know exactly what it's like when someone um, wants to make big changes in their life, but they can't, they want to lose 20 pounds and they can't. And why are you the unique solution in helping them get there? The other piece I'll talk about is you can increase your revenue by also being an affiliate. So an, a smarter way to work is to also look at your ideal client and then think about all the other services or products or things that they might need um, in their life in order to become the best version of themselves. And then aligning yourself with other product-based services, coaches, providers, and creating an affiliate model so that you're not the one that's actually fulfilling all these pieces, but you're supporting your client holistically and you're also making smarter revenue streams. Oh yeah, I love how you laid it out. That's so true. Like you have to actually know your client and you have to know your client's needs so you can actually fulfill the needs. Yeah, it's always about service and having a heart-centered offering. It's always about that. It's not about having to, of course, sell someone something they don't need, um, putting prices there that no one can reach. It's That's all a very old model. Um, I teach really about how to create heart-centered businesses of service. That's great. How do you build a million-dollar brand around your story? <laughs> how do you build a million-dollar brand around your story? That is what a lot of people come to me for. And I have consistently helped them. I've helped quite a few entrepreneurs to build um, million dollar businesses. It first and foremost comes back to who you're serving. It always comes back to who you're serving. The number is only a reflection of how many lives you're able to help and change. If it's about you, it's going to be the wrong intention. If you're showing up as somebody that you think you have to be, you're building a business off of something you can't sustain because it's not you. 
So you have to spend the time to invest in getting to know yourself, your own strengths, your biggest motivations, being more visible to yourself before you can be visible to the world. And then the second piece after that is again, actually giving a shit about the people that you're serving. When you consistently show up, understand how you can help them, how you're the unique solution and giving a shit, the rest of it, the money is just a byproduct of that. If, if you start with the money as the end goal in mind, you'll never get there. And if you do, you won't be satisfied. It will never be enough. I think that's the most important piece. Very interesting concept. Yeah, I agree with you. And it's like you have to know yourself so well to know what services you can provide to people and how can you like help them to change, basically transform them. Yeah. It's never about it's never about your end goal. It's always about theirs. And if you keep that, then the money will come. Always, every time. Yeah, I think so too. What are the top three visibility strategies in 2021? Oh, top three visibility. These are great questions. Top three, three visibility strategies. Number one, podcasts. Hey, we're already here, right, Olya? So yeah. number one, number one being guests on other people's podcasts. So it might seem like everyone, their mother's dog walker has a podcast, but it's not true. Um, so I would suggest podcasts. Number one, um, there's about a billion active users on social media, and there's still only about a hundred thousand active podcasts on a weekly basis. So the, there's definitely a lot of opportunity to get your message out there on podcasts. The second piece though, is still uh, social media being uh, like understanding where your audience is living. So mine lives still predominantly on Instagram, although of course more people are moving to TikTok, which is another great option. And clubhouse is is definitely something that a lot of people have seen success with. So uh, I would say social is definitely the second uh, biggest piece. And then depending on where, what your services are and where your audience is, I would say LinkedIn, LinkedIn blog posts do really well, but also strategic speaking. So speaking in masterminds, um, speaking in other people's groups, It doesn't necessarily need to be on stage or a TED talk, although those are also, of course, huge, amazing opportunities. My life has definitely changed from doing two TED talks. Yeah. Is it challenging to get on TED talk? And like, what do you have to do? What kind of expert do you have to be? Or you just have to have an amazing story that will grab their attention? Uh, That's a great question. And uh, this was not prompted, but I actually have a whole course about that, Oya. Uh, everything you need to know to land and embody your first TEDx talk. Um, I uh, think that there's a really big misunderstanding that TED Talks are something you need to just have an amazing story and that's enough. And that's just not true. So you need to have a cohesive story, but you also need to know what is your message? What are the lessons that you've learned from your story? And then how someone else can duplicate those lessons in their own life. And that would be the movement. So you need to have a story, a message, and a movement. And when you have those three pieces and you do some other inner work about how you want to show up in this world and how you want to be seen, then the stage becomes inevitable. TED Talks are such an incredible way to grow as a human and as a leader. It's who you get to become in the process of writing your TED Talk that's the real gift. And then the talk itself is the gift for the world. 
and I love teaching about it. And I have a whole other course about that. And um, I help, I help lots and lots of incredible humans learn how to take their story and harness it into a global movement. That's amazing. You know, it's actually one of my, like, on my bucket list to yeah. get to TED Talk because I really well, wanted to share my story. <laughs> you should. I, I honestly believe that everyone has a story. Everyone has a story. And that when you're more organized and cohesive about how you want to not only share your personal story, but how you want others to be impacted by it, that's where the real magic happens. And you and and I think that's how I landed three TED Talks in three months is because I, it's not because my story was so fancy um, and, you know, you can't give the same TED Talk twice. So it wasn't like I had had some special story that somebody else doesn't. It's that I understand the movement that I wanted to create behind it. And I was really clear when I applied and then I, I have been able to duplicate that with my clients. So you should try it. You should definitely try it, Oya. I think that you would have massive success. And um, I'll give you some more information about the course. But yeah, you should do it. Seriously, it's so fun. Yeah, you do it. I would love to. I would love to. But I also love how you said it, that you have to have a story movement and how you present yourself and how you want people to see you in the world. I haven't yep. heard that from anyone saying that about a TED Talk. <laughs> Yeah, I have a different perspective about it, but I think that when you allow your story to change you, it will also change your audience and move your audience into taking action. And that's what we're really all here to do is make a positive difference. Yeah, absolutely. And where can all listeners find you? Social handles, all your information? Oh, yeah. I'm a real person over on Instagram. So come hang out with me. It's just at Abby Gibbs. And the link inside of my bio will take you right over to my free trainings, my templates. And I have two courses, like I said, that uh, could really change some people's lives. So I'd love to come have you uh, hang out over there. And the best thing, honestly, is if you can uh, go ahead and shoot an Instagram story, whoever is listening, and let me know what your biggest takeaway was. And you can tag me at Abby Gibbs so I can see it and interact with you. Thanks. Olya. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much, Abby, for providing all this information. It was amazing. Of course. You're amazing. I so appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Thank you. That was all for today, guys. I hope you really enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Not Basic Blonde podcast is available on all the major platforms with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. To support the show, tag NBB podcast on your Instagram stories and check out more behind the scenes on Instagram as well at notbasicblonde underscore or NBB podcast. And if you haven't, subscribe, rate and review Not Basic Blonde podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.